Hey, Radiant Fire Radio. This is your host, Christopher, and I am here uh, with a follow-up to a presentation that my wife and I did today when we were talking about Afghanistan. And isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how the truth finds its way to my doorstep? You know, if you haven't listened to that presentation, I want you to go back and listen to it because I said, watch what the other hand is doing. I said, this stuff's been going on for a very, very long time. And the American people have been deceived and tricked. The church has been deceived and tricked into believing that something else is going on than other, other than what it is. And the truth of the matter is, you have the Islamic religion being played out in Afghanistan. You're dealing with people who, in the Afghanistan government, who are just flat out dirty. And I'm gonna play some some clips right now, and I want you to hear from the horse's mouth, President Trump, what was supposed to happen. I want you to hear from President Trump's mouth, mouth the intel that that was picked up was was uh, established and carried out, and no one listened to it. No one listened to it. You know, I just want to say because some people are probably thinking that that I'm that I'm mean. And I don't care about the people who are trapped there. I do. I do care. And I, and I am praying that, uh, you know, that they get out. And, <clears throat> you know, the, 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 uh, the, the unfortunate part about the situation is people are still not seeing the truth for what it is. And there is this battle of darkness versus light. And I'm sorry. Darkness happens to be on the part of the Islamic religion, the radical Islamic religion part, and Christianity. It's 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 ongoing and has been. It has been for thousands of years. So listen to what President Trump says about, and I said this, we don't need to be there. We never needed to be there. But listen to what he says, because th- this 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 breaks down. Everybody's arguments have said we have to we have to help. It's our job. It's our responsibility. Check this out. And I wanted them to get a deal done with uh, the Afghan government. Now, I never had a lot of confidence, frankly, in Ghani. I said that openly and plainly. I thought he was a total crook. I thought he got away with murder. He spent all his time whining and dining uh, our senators. I mean, the senators were in his pocket. That was one of the problems that we had, but I never liked him. And I guess based on his escape with cash, I don't know, maybe that's a true story. I would suspect it is. All you have to do is look at his lifestyle, study his houses where he lives. He got away with murder in many, many different ways. But uh, I had a very, very strong talk with the Taliban, which I considered to be much more important in the sense because they were the problem and they've been there for a long time and they're good fighters and they fight hard. And after I said that, we had a pretty good conversation. Now, I have to tell you that if you remember when they were coming to Washington to meet with me, they decided to kill an American soldier because they thought that was a good way to negotiate. And I canceled the trip. And we had a conditions based agreement. And if you remember, it said May 1st, we want to get out because we have to get out. I've listened to people on your show and other shows say we should stay. They don't know. We, we were spending $42 billion a year, $42 billion 
Think of it. 42 billion. I understand Russia spends 50 billion a year for their entire military. We are spending 42 billion, not 1%. They were saying 1%. That's a lot of nonsense. We're spending $42 billion a year on defending this for years and years. We've been there really now, not 20 years, but 21 and a half years. When you think about the truth, when you think about the truth of what really has been going on, we, we should have been gone from this place a long, long time ago. Now, I want you to listen because President Trump is about to expose uh, some truth here that a lot of people are forgetting about the origins of us jumping into Afghanistan. Pay close attention to what he's about to say. And we get nothing out of any of these things that we do, whether it's them or many other countries I could tell you about. I'm not going to insult anybody right now. But to spend that kind of money and then to have people get on shows and say how inexpensive it was. And I have to tell you also that we lost no soldiers in the last year and a half because of me and because of the understanding that we had. We lost no, think of that, in Chicago and in New York and in other cities in the United States, many people die every weekend. We lost no soldiers in Afghanistan because they knew I wasn't gonna put up with it. And that's what happened. So we had a very strong conversation. Let me ask you this, sir. Uh you know, it's interesting to listen to Joe Biden blame you. Uh, I inherited this deal, he kept saying, but he also inherited secure borders and he also inherited energy independence and he also inherited three vaccines and therapeutics like Regeneron. Uh, and we now see what, what, what's been unfolding and he didn't have inflation at the time. I want to go back. This is I want to be very clear here because Secretary of State Pompeo on this program said exactly what you did that there wouldn't be an exit strategy that didn't include the current conditions on the ground. And I have multiple sources and you're confirming tonight that it sounds to me like you told the Taliban that if they violated any aspect of this agreement with territorial ambitions, we learned last week that 60% of the country was in their control. And you told them in no uncertain terms, it sounds to me like you would basically treat them like uh, you took care of the caliphate in Syria, ISIS. Well, we did. We got rid of the caliphate. Everyone said it was impossible, and I did it very quickly, and I let the generals make the decisions. The generals, the real generals, the ones that were over there doing the fighting, the ones that knew how to do it, because we have a lot of generals that shouldn't be generals right now, frankly. Um, and I'm watching them all the time, but we have some great ones. We have great leaders in our military. We have the greatest military in the world. And we're giving it a very bad reputation, what's happening. Think of it. Uh, we took this horrible place. I mean, a place that just we shouldn't have been involved. It was a horrible decision going into the Middle East. And I know the Bush family will not be happy, but I believe it was the worst decision in the history of our country when we decided to go into the Middle East. It's turned out to be quicksand. We've destroyed the Middle East Hey, do you think it's better now than it was 20, 21 years ago? What do you think about that? And he's absolutely right. President Trump is absolutely right. There was no reason for us to be in Afghanistan whatsoever. And see, today, this is what people are missing. The whole, the whole history of why we went in there. You know, I myself was duped by George W. Bush. 
I believed a lot of stuff that he was saying because he had the, the presentation that he was a Christian and he had all of the support of the Christian community, but none of us knew his, his deep origins with being involved in the deep state. And all of this has come out here recently with his reactions to uh, President Trump and how he's been showing himself. But my point here is when you're dealing with people who are playing on the same team, the same side, they have no, no problem with lying to your face. They have no problem with saying, this is why we're going into this country. And they're telling you an absolute bold-faced lie. And President Trump hit this right on the head. He, he distinguished and pulled out the truth of this whole situation. We went in there because of 9-11. Listen to the rest of this. It's much worse. It was a horrible decision. Cost us trillions of dollars. And and if you look at both sides, because I like to look at both sides, millions and millions of lives. And it's no different than it was. It's much worse because you have to rebuild it. It's been blown to pieces. The worst decision ever made was going, you can do a strike as retribution, and it could be a big strike as retribution for the World Trade Center, etc. But to get stuck in there was like quicksand. So we did a terrible thing. But think of what's happening now. I've heard as many as 40,000 Americans and the Taliban, good fighters. I will tell you, they're good fighters. We have to give them credit for that. They've been fighting for a thousand years. That's what they do is they fight. The Taliban has circled the airport. And who knows if they're going to treat us right? You know, all of a sudden they'll say, well, frankly, if they were smart, they'd really and they are smart and they are smart. They should let the Americans out. But we've had situations where you have two or three or four hostages. We could have 40,000 Americans, not to mention others, like people that helped us in Afghanistan. So we've never had a situation like this. We have 40,000 potential hostages, a minimum of 11,000, but it could be as many as 40. No, they have no idea how many. Nobody knows how many. So... Let's get back to the point. This is a war that we stuck our noses in the middle of and we had no business doing this. And $42 billion a year is a lot of money. Now, President Trump is getting ready to reveal something else here because Hannity's going to ask him, how, how would you uh, get out of this now? The, the truth of the matter is this was done completely backwards. Never remove your military before you get your, get your civilians out. And we removed our military. So there's no protections for any of the civilians that are, that are there. There's no protections for any of the people who have been on the inside helping us. And now they're, they're completely vulnerable. President Trump says something else here that, that I think is extremely interesting. These people in the Afghan army we were paying them, and because we were paying them, they only did what they did. They did just enough to survive. They did just enough to get by so that we would continue paying them. After we stopped paying them, what did the Afghan army start doing? They backed away. There's no reason in the world 
after all of the training, all of the money that we have pumped into that place, that right now 60% of Afghanistan is take, completely taken over by a Taliban. No reason in the world other than the Afghan people are in agreement with the Taliban and want them to do what they're, what they're doing. Think about it. We know anything. When Joe Biden told the country that he, he trusted that the Afghan military was so far superior and there were over 300,000 strong and they had an air force and we wouldn't see what happened in Saigon, he couldn't have been more wrong. Uh, but let me go back to the, the words you used to the Taliban leader, because we knew last week that 60 percent of the country had already been taken over by the Taliban and there was no sense of urgency to me. Under your plan, if they had taken over 5%, not 60, like they had last, 5% that was not in your agreement, what would have happened to them? We would have hit them very hard. Again, the words are conditions, plural, conditions based. It was a, an agreement where actually we wanted to get out by May 1st and they violated the agreement. So we didn't. It's a great agreement from a lot of different standpoints. And frankly, Biden didn't have to even go by that agreement. He could have done. Look what he's done to the border. We had the greatest border, southern border in the history of our country. We stopped drugs. We stopped human trafficking. We stopped people from coming in, prisoners from coming in. Now you'll have I mean, you have the worst people in the world. They're emptying their jails into our country. This is like the southern border, but it's handled even worse. Nobody handled the southern border worse than him. We had the most secure border we've ever had. And now we have by far the worst border we've ever had. Well, Afghanistan is the exact same thing. But to think of this, we have a military. It's holding it. You know, I got it reduced down to 2,500 soldiers and they were doing a good job. It was fine. It was a smaller force. I took it down from close to 20 to 2,500. And we hear that. At one point in time, we had 20,000 American soldiers in there, and we needed that in order to keep the country. But over time, we, he whittled it down to 2,500. It was still able to keep control of the country, keep order, get rid of the chaos. But the Afghan military was doing their role. They were doing their part. Why? Because we were paying them. They didn't have an interest in doing this on their own. They didn't have an interest in doing this outside of the United States paying them. Something's wrong. Something is extremely wrong. We're fine, but we have the military there and we take the military out before we took our civilians out and before we took the interpreters and other we want to try and help but by the way i'm america first okay the americans come out first but we're also going to help people that helped us and we have to be very careful with the vetting because you have some rough people in there but we're going to help those people but can you imagine now what we were going to do just very quickly is we were going to take the military out last okay last the people were coming out, they were going to come out, but the agreement was violated, so I held things back because we weren't going to do anything, again, conditions-based. So well, they weren't we'll, we'll fulfilling their obligations and conditions. But here's just to finish. 
The people come out first. Then I was going to take all of the military equipment. We have billions and billions of dollars worth of new Black Hawk helicopters, brand new, that Russia now will be examining. And so will China and so will everybody else to figure it because it's the greatest in the world. We have brand new army tanks and all sorts of equipment, missiles. We have everything. I was going to take it out because I knew they weren't going to fight. Just one thing, and I have to say, and this is different from everyone else, I said, why are they fighting? Why are these Afghan soldiers fighting against the Taliban? And I was told some very bad information by a lot of different people. The fact is, they're among the highest paid soldiers in the world. They were doing it for a paycheck because once we stopped, once we left, they stopped fighting. So all of the people that talk about the bravery and everything, I say everybody's brave. But the fact is, our country was paying the Afghan soldiers a fortune. So we were sort of bribing them to fight. And that's not what it's all about. It's a great thing that we're getting out, but nobody has ever handled a withdrawal worse than Joe Biden. This is the greatest embarrassment, I believe, in the history of our country. There you have it. This is, this is, this, this is the truth. This is what I was talking about this afternoon with my wife. This is what I was telling you. These things you cannot ignore. And if you, if you choose to ignore them, you're, you're, setting yourself up for failure. You're setting this country up for failure. Church, I love you, but we, we got to get this together. We got to get this together in so many different ways and stop siding with the enemy. You know, you're not going to be able to come by everything. You're not. You're, you're not even supposed to. So how do you get away with this kind of stuff? This has been Christopher Radio Fire Radio. Pray. The pray that God will be done. Because we're in a big mess right now. We, we are committed to excellence and truth. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you as we go forth in this endeavor in this hour. We pray that God would be with you. His prophetic mantle and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.